Welcome to Blue Collar BS, a podcast that busts the popular myth that we can't find good people, highlighting how the different generations of today, the boomers, Gen X, millennials, and Gen Z are redefining work so that the industrial revolution that started in the U.S. stays in the U.S. Everyone, welcome back to Blue Collar BS with your co-host, Brad, and our other co-host, Steve. It's really, really, <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> we might need to change that up a tad just to not Because I don't know if I can trust you anymore, Mr. Doyle. What? <laughs> Come on. What? It's going to be that number one. Number one. It's going to be that kind of show today, Brad. Give me that kind of show. Yeah. What kind of show are we having today, sir? Well, you know, that kind of show where you kind of talk to each other and kind of that last show where you kind of set me up and you interviewed me and kind of screwed me over. Really? Screwed you yeah. over? Perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, payback's a bitch. So today's your day, Brad. <laughs> Awesome. I can't wait. I can only imagine the things that are going to spew out of your mouth. I you know, I don't even know what's going to spew out of my mouth. That's going to be that's the beauty of this. Yeah, that's why that's why we record and then have somebody edit and produce and do all those things so that way we're not live streaming and getting sued so exactly. to speak. <laughs> exactly. But I've been I've been pretty good so far. Well, you know, today could be a new day. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> could be. Let's kind of just peel back this onion a little bit. So our list. You like onions, don't I you? Because you know, onions, man, I love them. I love actually I love red onions. They're, they're like the best. They smell like they smell amazing. Make your breath great. It's great. So, Brad, for our listeners. <laughs> Yeah, I can Mr. see Doyle. just just waiting with apprehension, just like just the tension, like like what's he? Gonna oh, ask? I'm just I'm just waiting. <laughs> what's he going to ask? So for our listeners, you know, Brad and I we've known each other for a little while now, been involved with this uh, business coaching scenario for a little while, have similar backgrounds. It'll be about when this airs. It'll be like seven years and one month it essentially. So it'll be, air, most likely. It'll be it'll be really interesting. So with all the experience that you have and how we ended up here what led to your desire to help business owners transform their businesses that's a that's a good question i actually have an answer for that wow i actually have a an answer do you want to hear it i do want to hear it so what are our listeners because otherwise it's a really boring show imagine a second generation uh sheet metal shop mm -hmm. uh business owner and at the time i am working in my subcontract manufacturing and i behaved very differently than many others in the purchasing world because i created those relationships of of trust i created the relationship of sharing the information so that not only would our organization be successful but their organization would be successful because if we don't have good suppliers we don't have good product coming in and we can't ship and make our dollars and cents out the back door as we're as we're producing. So now imagine that second generation business gets put into a situation where the union says, hey, we want more money or we're going to strike. And now imagine that business owner has the opportunity to make that decision. And 
that owner is one that is not very, not very conflict, doesn't like conflict, doesn't like getting into conversations. He's 100% customer focused, likes to support people, wants to be the good guy, probably talk to his spouse, Mm -hmm. probably talk to his accountant, and probably talk to his financial advisor. He decided to liquidate and shut the doors and move on with life. Mm -hmm. So all those people were displaced. All those assets were sold off. And then he traveled the country for another 10 years while his family stayed here. And he went around the country looking for work. So that second generation business owner from a family business, not very, you think, oh man, I got all this experience, all this opportunity. Mm -hmm. People would hire him up all over the place. Nope, not so much because now he's a threat because he owned his own business. He's overqualified, all these other things. And when I look back on and reflect on potentially what those dollars were and what his, what he might've needed to do to, to take the risk and, and find some things there was from outside perspective, lots of money on the table to be able to solve those problems Mm -hmm. from an operations and business perspective, because the business had grown from right. Two or three people being able to handle everything to, Hey, we got 40 people now doing all these and the business never evolved. So we just did those same things we did with two people, three people Mm -hmm. as we're doing with 40. And there was just, potentially dollars that were there. So being able to put somebody into a better position to make an exit, to have a decision to get what they need out of their business versus just shutting it down and saying, I don't want to take the risk. That is why I am doing what I am doing. That's, that's awesome. So what led to that? What in your past led to that desire to helping those family run businesses? So when I go back to my my first job, which was back in fifth grade, cleaning the high school, cleaning the grade school, the Catholic grade school that we went to started in fifth grade that summer of mm-hmm. taking my bike down there and learning from uh, that custodian on how to clean floors, wax floors, get up on, put scaffolding together, get up on top, clean the fluorescent lights, do, you know, just all that stuff. It was, it was the learning from others that was intriguing. And then I went to the Kohl's grocery store and led the front end department, you know, was the head bagger and all of the things. And everybody would always come to me looking for answers because I was willing to support them and share. And I'd get all that knowledge. And if I didn't know the answer, I'd go find the information out. Mm-hmm. Some employees were along the way were took advantage of that. And, but it's like, how do I help support that growth and make everybody? Cause if I can make people better around me, Mm-hmm. then my life becomes easier, right? The customers have a better experience and life goes on. So it's kind of always been that way, Steve. It's always been that world of how do we know? And it just so happens that the blue collar world, the construction, the manufacturing, the building things, the, the smell of burning steel. It's oh, the best. It is the best smell. It's the best smell in the world. Going into the Ford shop, yeah. working at the Ford shop, going into a foundry. It is it is fantastic being able to see sparks, see things, uh, look at the cloud of dust that's in a weld shop and go, there's something. That, people are actually building something yep. and going forward and doing something with. And if I can support those owners or when I support those owners or those leaders to be better, those people have jobs. Those people can take care of their families. Those people can also then 
not worry about their leaders doing something stupid to them. Right. And say, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're closing up shop tomorrow. And now you've got 10, 15, 20 families that are now displaced mm-hmm. and going forward. So it has been that way for a long, long time. It's just had a different impact right. uh, as I've moved out through my career. That's that's awesome. When we're because because our show it touches many different people, and sometimes our show kind of touches the the family members that are not they're in the business and they right. are they're in the business and they're taking they know that they're kind of next in line to take over, but maybe it's mom dad whoever it is they're extremely stubborn and reluctant for help. What mm-hmm. advice would you give those family members that know that they need advice from a trusted person? What advice would you give them to talk to their, be able to talk to their parents about, Hey, there's this guy I've been listening to. His name's Brad. How can we get them, give them advice? Just, to, like, just like the car and the insurance commercial. Yeah, how can we give them advice <laughs> to have that conversation to, to be open Knowing that, be open to the conversation with somebody like, I don't know, Mr. Brad Herda, open to the conversation to bring a trusted advisor alongside them. So the first piece of that question is, I I would say, is more about that other individual more so than the parent Mm -hmm. side of it. Absolutely. To one, make, to one say, here's the recognition that okay, you're my parents or my siblings or whatever, and you're not going to teach me what I need to know because we have this family dynamic and I want Christmas and New Year's and birthday parties and Thanksgiving and everything to be hunky-dory. So first, being self-reflective enough to know to go, hey, I don't know what I don't know, and to get me where I want to go to do this, I need support in doing that. Mm -hmm. Then that conversation becomes, hey, this is the person I want to help support me on my journey. Then it becomes, let's all sit down at the table to say, okay, we're going to go on this journey. There's going to be changes. Some of it you're not going to like. Some of it you are going to like. But we're not here to destroy the family. We're here to prepare the legacy right. piece of what's going on. Not not the, well, we're going to help Sally dethrone mom and dad so we can take up. No, no, we're going to empower Sally to have conversations and set ground rules and expectations and work through the, mm-hmm. right. What are, what are we trying to do? What's the time frame? What are we looking to accomplish? Is it two years or five years? Can it be two years if everything's good because you don't trust Sally to do what you're doing? Well, if you can be on your boat in Florida and get your weekly report and get a thumbs up, thumbs down and talk once a month on the phone and you know you got a good handle on it, is that good enough for you to say it's okay to be in Florida? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, or not. It's it's also helping the the supporting the elder family members, the the leaders of the family, give them that support of going, oh, there's somebody else here to help be a kind of a safety net without them being there. Right. But it starts with the other, with the other, the younger family member knowing that they need the support mm-hmm. for themselves. Yeah. It's a much different conversation if that family member says, Hey, mom and dad, you need help. 
that's a much different conversation to work with the with the uh, parents because those conversations tend to go very poorly. <laughs> right? Yeah. That tends to go very poorly. That tends to be the hey, who's who's the other person that they trust outside of the family to make the introduction versus the family member making the introduction yep. in many cases. Yeah, absolutely. The next question I got for you is kind of more on a reflection piece. So like my forehead. Gotcha. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I mean, I don't go there because yeah. <laughs> knowing what you know now, what advice would you give your younger self, i.e. your younger self seven years ago? What advice would you give that person knowing what you know now? Probably not hang out with this guy from Michigan at our training. <laughs> <laughs> right. Full of bad ideas. Get you all worked up. Let's, let's just start there. <laughs> As I go through all of my entire career, I don't know that there's I would change anything from how it all happened to to go forward. Would there be some things of understanding more of that abundance versus scarcity mindset activity? Could have been better. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the end of the day, we're all going to go through our own journey to get at our own pace. No matter, no matter what would ha have happened, if it, it, the roadmap was there to the golden arches to have, here's the pot of gold. And all you got to do is these 15 things and do them in that right sequence. And next thing you know, you're flooded with dollars mm -hmm. You're flooded with whatever happiness and whatever. 99% of us won't go do those 15 things in the prescribed sequence of doing them because it's just not human nature to be told what to do in many cases. Correct. So I don't know that the outcome would be any different. It may have been shorter. Mm -hmm. But all those other things have created opportunity for me to be better at what I do today, to be a better person, be a better coach, be a better mentor, be a better support system to my network as well. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So I don't know that I would I don't know that I would say that there's anything different I would do other than sometimes like like the movie and risky business. Sometimes you just gotta say what the fuck. <laughs> It's like how we started the show, right? I mean, <laughs> yep. Let the, just press, re, just press record, just and, and see what happens. Don't think, because when we when we think and overthink, we don't do. Just, right. just do. That's the right. Make the decision, and, and that's where I've gotten better. Make the decision. Don't say, "Well, I'm still thinking about it." No, you're not thinking about it. You've decided not to do it. And just be good with it. Just, just be very clear that you've decided not to do this mm -hmm. versus, Oh, I wish I could do that. No, you've decided not to. Correct. It's, it's, it's very simple. And, and taking away that stress and that anxiety of doing those things and, and making that all happen. Mm -hmm. No, that's a good point right there. So one of the last questions I got for you, Brad, is knowing that this is going to air probably what early 2024. Yeah, it looks like probably early January, mid-January. So what are you most looking forward for or looking forward to in 2024? Well, one would be for you to get off your ass and do the things we've talked about with this show to make that happen. <laughs> That'd be one. <laughs> Touche. Right. Hey, got all this stuff. We're going to go cool. Right. Because here's the deal. We know we can support 
a bunch of other folks and we're stuck in our own bullshit of, well, we can't, well, we need all this blah, blah, blah. Do we really? Probably not. Right. So that's the first thing I'm looking forward to is being able to go through this and facilitate what we've talked about for programming mm-hmm. and opportunities and different things. The second thing I'm looking forward to in 2024, as scary as it is, is to work on being in the center versus being behind, getting out in front of things, to work on hosting my own events, bringing people mm-hmm. together to do different things, to create opportunities for collaboration versus letting others do it, but mm-hmm. being in the forefront of that to create some quarterly opportunities or every other month type things or whatever it might be. Third thing that I'm looking forward to in 2024 potentially is, do I want to say this on the air or not? I am in conversations with a insurance partner of mine where she is strongly urging me to get some of my licensing together to support what's going on because she's a great referral partner awesome and we see things and we make things happen and it's like oh well why don't you just do that so i can pay you <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hmm, well, okay weird. um well, maybe um but that's not what i want that's not that wouldn't be the reason i would do it so yep. that's that's the question that i gotta kind of figure out mm-hmm. so that might happen in there's some conversation that need to take place and some things that need to be oh. decided on. Honestly, I'm I'm excited about where you're trajecting. You getting your shit done? I'm, about I'm you getting your shit I'm done? I'm gonna get my shit done, and I'm excited because <laughs> the the trajectory for 2024, the outlook for you, amazing. So just I want to say sincere thank you for helping push my ass, my fat ass along, and <laughs> <laughs> and. You know, just being vulnerable on today's show and just kind of having those conversations because these are conversations, honestly, we have with our clients day in, day out. And sometimes they don't feel, they feel awkward and clunky because we're being vulnerable. But this is, this is the reality of some of the coaching that we do is we are going to ask some of the questions that we haven't necessarily thought about. We're hesitant to answer because it's unknown where it's going to go. And once we say it now, Okay, I've said it out loud. Holy crap, now I'm going to have to do something about it. I have a choice. Do something or not do something. Yeah, last year at uh, one of my conferences that I attend on a regular basis with some groups, uh, the goal was to get on three stages, to get paid to speak three times and make five grand speaking. Mm -hmm. To speak on the multi-generational workforce and the differences and what's there and how that can impact I, I did not pursue it. I made the decision that I was going to focus on some other things. I had some uh, some great client gigs this year, and I opted not to do that. Do I want to get on stages and talk about the multi-generational workforce and, and the differences it can have and bring in some other factors into how that works? Because it, it's just when you talk about it and you help people understand that Gen Z is more like the boomer and they will be loyal and they will do the things and they will make it all happen and, and get through your own mind games and head blocks of, well, that's not how we did it. Okay. But you know what? You're doing it the way your great grandparents did, right? You're not churning your own butter either. Right. (laughs) Right. You're, you're going to the store and buying it. Mm -hmm. In fact, you're probably not even going to the store anymore. You're having somebody deliver it to you. Right. 
So life has changed, business has changed, plans need to change, and we need to change to support bringing young talent into the blue-collar workforce in manufacturing, in construction, in trades, and rethink what that means, but understanding at a high level what those generations bring forward. We're all individuals, but in general, we have some very commonality by a generation perspective. Right. Right. So that to me is super, super exciting and super passionate about. And we work on that with our clients on a regular basis. Right. Well, it's been awesome. I'm thankful that you were willing to be a a, a participant in today's you were I I I was expecting a whole lot of other shit out of you, Steve. To be honest, I'm like, hmm, wonder where he's gonna take all this. So I appreciate your uh, keeping it in the professional realm, well, so to speak. You know, I do do that along the way. I do do that. I can. Sometimes it's more fun it to kind of throw that curveball at you. Right, Steve, <laughs> the softer side. Yeah. Who would have known? My business socks. Yes. Got my business socks on. It's Wednesday. It's business time. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> and there we yeah, go. Okay. And there we go. You go you go look go look up that song and video. Yes, Have at it, do it. It's, it's hilarious. So well Brad, thank you very much for uh indulging me on today's episode with uh kind of digging in a little bit deeper on who you are, why you do what you do, and what you're looking forward to. So thank you very much. Nope. Thank you, Mr. Doyle, for keeping it uh, keeping it real. I appreciate it. Right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Later, man. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Blue Collar BS, brought to you by Vision Forward Business Solutions and Professional Business Coaching, Inc. If you'd like to learn more on today's topic, just reach out to Steve Doyle or myself, Brad Herta. Please like, share, rate, and review this show as feedback is the only way we can get better. Let's keep blue-collar businesses strong for generations to come.